0: Welcome to the only fetish radio show willing to cut through the hype and bring you the truth. So strap in, because you're now in bed with
1: Doctor Sue.
0: up a little bit higher. jeez. Well, ho, 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 everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Joyeux Noël. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Yule. However you choose to celebrate at this time of year, I hope this finds you happy and healthy. I'm Sue Storm, and you're in my bed. But that's okay, because I have plenty of room. So bring your favorite blankie and your poofiest pillow. Because tonight we have lots to talk about. I like doing these catch-all shows because sometimes there's topics we need to talk about that don't need a whole show. And that's what we're going to do tonight. And tonight we're going to be chatting about not only how to find the perfect dom, but how to find the perfect dominant partner to share your life with. And if you suck a cock, hmm, doesn't that mean you're gay? Plus, I've had a ton of requests wanting an update about Chris and Kevin from the Extreme Cuckolding Show, and honestly, trying to pin them down to do another show is almost impossible, and you'll find out why when, I, when you hear what I have to tell you. Um, so instead, unfortunately, I'm going to be updating you guys. It would be better to come from them, but it's, it's what can we do? I'm still in contact with them both, so I can give you the latest scoop, and oh my God, do I have shit to tell you about them. Um, We also have some fabulous questions that came in, and we'll be getting to those a little bit later, and if you have a question, feel free to call in, the number is 657-383-0031. I'll open up the phone lines later on in the show, and that's when we're going to do all our questions, so be sure to call in, no worries. But right now, I'm coming back to throw some shade, so grab your teacups. Because tea is served right after this. It's a shame your wife found your browser history. Now here you are, sitting in my office in the Institute, wondering how the hell you got here and how you're going to get out. Unfortunately for you, you'll get out, but you won't be the same as when you came in. I'll explain to you the simple facts of your new life as you drift away on a hypnotic cloud of truth, tranquility, and lust. By the time you're done with your appointment, you'll be right as rain and ready for your new reality as a cuckold to your wife who has been under my instruction for months before you ever walked through my door. Get your copy of the Evil Therapist 3: The Reluctant Cuckold, at the by clicking on "Shop Are you tired of the countless women constantly trying to beg and coerce you out of your money? Do you just want to have a real phone conversation with real doms and phone sex operators? who are happy to talk to you about those subjects that most phone sex platforms can't indulge. Then slide over to MyPhoneSecret.com and peruse the lovely ladies who are there to talk to you. New ladies are being added all the time. So check out MyPhoneSecret.com, where Findom is out and PhoneDom is in. Okay. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Because you guys are going to get pissed. Because you know me, I have to dish it and I have to dish it real. And I'm starting out tonight with my shade, as I said. And here's my shade. I can get it right out of the way, right off the bat. Okay? If you got caught in the Pornhub PayPal snafu... that's on you babies I'm going to say this again PayPal has never accepted anything adult associated from its inception see my little chickens I've been around a long time even before them bar internets and I've been doing business online since 1995 so I know about PayPal and their rules I've told you all on so many fucking occasions not to fuck with PayPal that I've lost count but I know exactly what y'all did, okay? Okay, here's what you did. Now, hold on. I'm going to do, this is, in honor of Christmas, I'm going to do my best Cindy Lou Who. Okay, ready? Well, oh, gee, golly, Pornhub is an awful big company. They must have some magical deal going on with PayPal that all the other adult performance platforms just don't get to have. Surely nothing bad could happen. And I'll go one better. But my phone sex gurus say it's okay to be on Pornhub. Surely they wouldn't lead us down a bad road, would they? I mean, golly, they're on there too. So what could possibly go wrong? Well, you saw what could go wrong. A fuckload of people are getting paid for popping their poons on the hub. And before you go off saying I'm a heartless cunt, first of all, duh, But if little Timmy isn't getting Christmas because mommy and daddy didn't bother to do their due diligence, that's on you. All that money is gone. You'll never see it. Why? Because you assumed. You didn't take the time to read their terms of service and see that PayPal no likey. No, you assumed that Pornhub did that. You assumed your gurus knew what they were talking about. And your gurus assumed all the same shit. Doesn't say much for your gurus. And it sure as shit doesn't say much about your ability to run your business. So, to those of you who got caught in that fuckery, I'm telling you, <laughs> thank you. Guess you learned never to assume, didn't you? And for you mindless guru suckers, maybe you need to take a second look at who you think of as being an expert in the adult industry because you are being horribly misled right now and on to the twitter sweep i'll say this about the recent twitter sweep since that was a thing recently if you had your account shut down over the last month i'm sure you realized that it was in fact not some dystopian disposal of sex workers it was twitter cleaning up the site which they have a right to do they swept for verification if your account wasn't verified they shut you down until you did verify it something once again you should have done from the beginning or these gurus should have told you to do that but then a few of them got caught up in the sweep too hmm. again Why are you guys continuing to follow and uphold people who are blatantly fucking up in front of your eyes? It's beyond me, but whatever. If we could answer that, we'd have an answer to Trump supporters, so mm, clearly. Twitter was also looking to make sure your accounts are marked as adult. So I'll say this once again. If you're on any social media platform and you choose not to read the terms of service, I just say that I don't give a damn what the platform is, Okay? Read the terms of service. It's so simple. If not, you're going to have your account shut down. Easy peasy. You can be a sex worker on any fucking social media site you want if you play by their rules. And I'm going to remind you of one thing. There are kids on these platforms, people. This isn't your own personal porn hub. So if you're spreading your legs and putting up pics, and not marking your content as it's sensitive. Bye bye, sucker. Aww. So stop getting caught up in the hype that's being shoved down your throat. The fear mongering that Twitter is coming to take us away. Ha ha ha. There's a little Dr. Demento for you. Sorry, I'll get out of the wayback machine. Anyways, play by the fucking rules and you'll be left alone. Push a platform's TOS and everybody go bye bye. Don't let the screen door hit you on your ignorant asses on the way out. Because that is what it is. Voluntary ignorance of where you're playing and the rules of the game. This is why ignorance is no defense in a court of law. Becky's doing it, so it must be okay. Now, no sympathy here. Because my new motto is, my level of sarcasm is directly based on your level of stupid. Ta-da! anyways that's the shade we can now move on to some more pleasant topics such as i have a shout out for sultry suzanne vixen from tequila mockingbird and tequila wanted you to know the following she will often message me to say good morning or send a smiling photo she has made me feel like i'm not alone on weekends when i am alone Thank you for your kindness, Suzanne. And thank you, Tequila, for sending that in. And I have a few brag bites as well. My first bite for Miss Alex is for Miss Alex, I should say. And Miss Alex, this is your message. Someone I can call a true friend in this community. She is a dom, and I am submissive. We are still very good friends. I'm honored to know her as a person. She's helped me so much during one of the most difficult times. I will always be grateful to her for everything she's done for me. We both are from different continents and may never see each other in real time, but the relationship for the pure friendship will always be there. And no matter how difficult my day will be, just talking to her for a minute will always bring positivity in my life. She shares her knowledge and helps others in need. Doesn't matter how difficult her day may be, she never forgets to make others smile. How lovely. Miss Alex, you are a very special person. Please never change yourself for anyone. You're a wonderful human being. And Miss Alex, that was from Adam. Thank you, Adam. And I have another brag bite here for the lovely Duchess Willow, who is in chat right now. Hello, Willow. This is your brag bite. Willow is a strong, independent, opinionated woman who takes no lip off of anyone. I adore her because she's got the brass to make her own way in the world and is unapologetically herself in all the best ways. Happy winter holidays, Willow. And your message was from Enchantrix Harper. Thank you, Harper, for sending that in. And our last brag bite tonight is for Alexia Santi. And Alexia, this is your message. The last couple of years have been a roller coaster as far as my work as a PSO and the websites I maintained and worked on. There is one priceless little gem that has been there with me through the ups and the downs and has always been that friendly ear to talk to. Alexia has worked for me and with me for years, and I am truly honored that our friendship has crossed the miles and then some. I wanted to say thank you for your kindness when I needed it most, and for always being a great friend that I can count on, hoping our next years are just as fun and exciting with... Uh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Hoping our next years are just as fun and exciting with great friends like you. Thanks, my angel, for being there. And Alexia, that was from Suzanne Vixen. Thank you for sending that in, Suzanne. Thank you to those of you who took the time to make someone smile this evening. I'll be right back with some naughty reading right after this. The moment a sissy attempts to emulate the divine feminine and discovers the unwavering drive to please alphas, many questions arise. I'm Miss Amelia Devine, pro-dom specializing in sissification and sissy training, and I am the Sissy Whisperer. On the third Wednesday of every month, head over to thesissywhisperer.com, where I discuss all things sissy. The Sissy Whisperer is a podcast open to sissies of all levels and alphas who train or are looking to train sissies. Remember, the third Wednesday of every month, enjoy an hour of snark mixed with education sprinkled with a bit of scolding on the thesissywhisperer.com. You like it, Ralph? You like to go for hours? Don't let dryness keep you from having the kind of sex you like. Sexy Ganja Lube brings you the wetness you crave without feeling sticky or greasy afterward. Ladies, this light, moisturizing lube will actually feel good on even the most tender skin. Sexy Ganja is odorless, tasteless, scentless, and made with no herbicides, pesticides, or methylparabens that can harm your health. Sexy Ganja is hormone and gluten-free and has never been tested on animals. And boys, the hemp oil in Sexy Ganja enhances erectile capacity and decreases premature ejaculation. Improve your sexual comfort with the healing properties of hemp oil with Sexy Ganja Lube. Available through Dr. Sue, you can order your tube of Sexy Ganja Lube at either InBedWithDrSue.com or TheDrSueReview.com. Just by clicking on Sexy Ganja. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, A gentleman got in touch with me this week. As a matter of fact, his wife, he and his wife got some Sexy Ganja. And she wanted me to know it was the best lube she has ever used in her life. So there you go. It is an amazing lube. Get your tube of Sexy Ganja. You know, I think it's time we did a little reading. How about you? Tonight, on Dr. Sue's Erotic Book Club, Drake Lamarck is back with the third installment in the paranormal gay harem romance series, His Piratical Harem, with Merfolk's Mate. This is from Merfolk's Mate. The British Navy caught up to the Grey Kelpie, and everything I'd built for my life has fallen apart. Tate and Ezra are headed for the gallows, Aura has disappeared into an unwelcome sea, and I have no idea what's become of the ship's cat. It's up to me to save them, but I'm trapped on the naval ship, the same as my lover's. If I'm to get out of here, I'm going to have to use all my wits, and maybe a little magic. Follow Gideon's exploration and journey and get your copy of this critically acclaimed series and the latest Merfolk's Mate. From Dr. Sue's Erotic Book Club on InBedWithDrSue.com. Okay, I have a milestone to celebrate because In Bed with Dr. Sue just tipped over the 300,000 listener mark just this week. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> I want to thank every one of you who took the time to listen to little old me. 2020 marks eight years for InBed, and in the grand scheme of things, I'm still little. But I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time out of your busy lives to listen. And on that note, I thought it might be fun to see what shows came in as the top five most listened to shows of 2019. So, in the top, no, say start in the number five spot. Number five spot is Taboo Fetishes with Miss Angela St. Lawrence. Number four is the truth about erotic hypnosis. Number three was common sense cuckolding. Number two was the obsession with BBC, with the BBC dealer, Naima. And number one, proving yet again that the male ego cannot be defeated. And size does matter. The number one show of 2019 was The Truth About Penis Eyes. Da-da-da-da! There you go. Thank you to Nyma and Angela for helping me with a couple of those shows. And once again, thank you for listening. Um, I don't know about you, but I could go for some freaky news. So I think it's some time for What the Sweet Fuck. It's that time. Time for some true stories about twisted shit that leaves you whispering, What the sweet fuck? Tonight on What the Sweet Fuck. A convicted murderer in Leeds, England, was able to convince the parole board to let him go free. Hmm. The man was convicted in 1986 and given a life sentence after he forced a 67-year-old woman to put on two pairs of tights and then raped and strangled the woman to death. Our boy, you see, having a tights fetish and a penchant for older women. Within weeks of release, our tight-loving freak attacked yet another woman on her way home from the gym, dragging her into the bushes where he started choking her and demanding money. Tight boy then made the woman remove her leggings and underwear, leggings just doesn't do it, and put on two pairs of tights our industrious freak brought with him. Clearly, a man who was in the scouts after all, he came prepared. Tightboy then had the woman perform a sex act on him, but was disturbed by some people walking dogs nearby. Damn dog walkers, always around when you're trying to attack someone. God. So, our spandex loving serial killer in the making let the woman go, aw, asking her to please don't tell anyone. Oh, okay, sure, cool, no problems. After his arrest, he confessed to his attorney that she really didn't do it for him. Too young. You see, he likes his women good and geriatric. You know, in their 60s and 70s, wearing, clearly, two pairs of tights. In what can only be considered an act of pure exhibitionism, or perhaps just when you're horny, you're horny, a couple in New York City decided to treat subway riders to a big old blowjob during the morning commute. Several weeks ago, at approximately nine thirty a m commuters were greeted to a woman slobbing the knob of a man sitting on a bench between the number four and number five platform as onlookers waited for the train. Our sloppy couple finished their fun, he zipped up, she wiped her chin, and the New York City police are still trying to find our fallacial performing friends. Scientists from the University of West Virginia have identified a fungus that infects insects more specifically, cicadas, and turns them into crazed sex zombies that once infected, the cicadas then mate until their genitals fall off and they turn into flying salt shakers of death. The fungus first infects the cicadas from spores found in the soil or on another insect's wings. The fungus then becomes a psychoactive drug, similar to using magic mushrooms, causing the cicada to become sex-crazed. The infected insect then mates with other cicadas, spreading the fungus. Its body then becomes moldy, its genitals begin to fall off, but it carries on cicada fucking until it dies. Talk about dehydration. It's thought that the fungus shuts off the insect's appetite, leaving it with nothing to think about but sex. Scientists hope that this discovery may lead to the next frontier of novel pharmaceutical drugs. Because God knows we don't have enough pharmaceuticals, and one that can shut off your appetite and turn you into a sex crazed freak until your dick falls off? Oh, I think that has definite possibilities for weight loss in so many ways. And that's it for What the Sweet Fuck. What's new on the review? In my article, Do Doms Hate Men?, I explain why dominant women can come off as hating men when in fact, that couldn't be farther from the truth. And, in my other article, The Three S's of Submission, I teach you about the three questions you should always ask yourself as you offer your submission to a dominant. Pop over to thedrs dot and get your read on. On the next In Bed with Dr. Sue, coming January 14th, 2020, In Bed with Dr. Sue revives Fifty Shades of Power. The series designed to help average women with no experience in BDSM bring a little spice into the bedroom. This is the series of shows you'll want your wife or girlfriend to listen to, as I take them from boredom to femdom revitalizing and giving women new ideas and adventures in the bedroom that, of course, you gentlemen will benefit from. So stay tuned for the next In Bed with Dr. Sue and Fifty Shades of Power coming January 14th right here on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Yes, 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 yes. Make sure you tune in January the 14th. We are having some fun, fun, fun. So, let's move on, shall we? Because we got a load of shit to get to. Um, I'm going to start off by giving you the update about Kevin and Chris. If you guys remember from the Extreme Cuckolding Show, which was a little while ago, um, let's start off with Chris. Okay, Chris, if you'll recall, was in a relationship with his wife, obviously, and they... Um, They're getting older His wife was like late 40s, early 50s She wanted a child He couldn't give it to her So she ended up having an affair Long story short The guy that she had the affair with Ends up um, they, They end up cuckolding him Fine, everything seemed fine Everything was working perfectly well This guy even impregnated her It was great So everything's moving along fine but, in the what seems to be new wave of things that seems to be out there for cuckolding, this particular gentleman decided he was going to take it to the nth degree and long story short again, he ended up doing some really harsh stuff to Chris, including giving him a um Prince Albert when he didn't ask for one um now granted, I get it could say no, but. <laughs> You know what these subs can be like. We don't want to say no because it's no fun. Anyways, and and the the other thing that he was doing was he was starting to get him to sign over things like his life insurance. Um, He was taking over his financials. You could tell that he was trying to take over the house. I jumped in, woke him up, and said, you're nuts. This guy's losing his mind, and he's trying to take over your life, and you need to smarten up. He shook it off. Everything's going great. She ends up leaving with the new guy, of course, because now she wants to raise her child with this guy, and that left Chris, unfortunately, with nothing, and he was honestly feeling really, really crappy about it because he was left with nothing. You go from massive domination with this guy to absolute nothing. So, I tried getting him out there, getting him to do some you know pro dom work, maybe you know kind of get out there that way. It didn't fit for him, so guess what Chris did <laughs> not hard. Chris went back, so Chris now, even though the former wife and the boyfriend are now living on their own somewhere else with the kid, um what Chris does now is he goes over to their place he's still going on vacations with him or taking them on vacations. He's still doing a lot of financial but not as bad as it was before. He's very much got into sissification now. Um, They have done a lot with him as far as that's concerned. But I think that what's happened is Chris has kind of grown a spine. And he's not being as much of a pushover as he was before there's no new bolt in the dick none of that because that was pulled out i got him to get wire cutters and cut it off like don't do that like really learn to say no anyways so far so good so far so good but it shows you you know when you get something you want you kind of slide right back to it so hopefully he's not as far down the rabbit hole i have not heard from him in probably a month or so So I would like to hear from him and check on him to make sure he's not going, letting this guy go crazy. Now, the other one, okay, so, and Chris wasn't the one. I'll be honest with you. Chris was not the one that everybody was, you know, stoked about. It was Kevin. Kevin, if you'll recall, is in, as of now, what I call, it is no longer a cuckold relationship. Kevin was the guy who... His wife is very dominant. She wanted to go down this road with cuckolding. They got a um, black master who they called Sir. And Sir is a very professional bull. And he got my backup because he kind of came in and, again, bowled both of them over. And at the time, his wife, although she was dominant, she was letting this guy, like, well, I'm just coming over whenever I feel like it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He, you, you know, anyway, she, thank God she grew a pair. Oh, thank God. And started taking control of that a little bit more. No, you're not coming over when you want. You're coming over when I tell you to, blah, blah, blah. However, you're allowed to come over and use my husband whenever you want. Um, they, when we last left them, because his was very, very extreme, Um. I believe when we last left him, we were kind of standing at the precipice of something that we weren't sure was going to happen, and oh my God, it's all happened. All right, so what has Sir done to Kevin? Oh God, since he's been on the show, Kevin has, and I'm going way back because this has been a while, so bear with me, he took Kevin to a Black Lives Matter center, like a place where they are, like an office if you will, but it's not like an office, it's more like a storefront right, takes them takes them to Black Lives Matter and there's a back room and he was used
1: hard
0: in there, okay so that was was kind of step one where that was concerned because obviously they were very very militant black men, so these guys had no mercy on him none used him like a rag doll that bled into the next event which was he ended up getting human trafficked he was okay so this is the setup for this and this has been done many times since then he is put into a hotel room like a days Inn or a motel six or something Put him in a hotel room. He is not allowed to have any identification. They strip him of everything. Um, He is in there with female clothing only. He is no food, nothing. He's just in the room. He can't leave. By taking his clothes and his ID, he can't get away. No keys, nothing. See what I'm talking about? Human trafficking. Because this is what gets on. So they strip him of all that. They give him a box. And the box has a slit in it. And what they do is Sir sends clients up to the door, to the door of the hotel, and he lets them in. They have to put the money in the box for using him. He's not allowed to touch the money. They have to, have to put it in the box. And then these guys can use him however, any way they want. So this went on the first time I think it happened for one night. So it was overnight. So he was dropped off at like, say, 6 o'clock at night. They picked him up the next morning. Fine. He's used. It freaked him out, obviously. It made him start to kind of feel what it would be like if he were placed in that position. But both his wife and sir decided that one night wasn't enough. So what happened was they started going through and doing this more and more for longer periods of time. What they would do to feed him is they would send him a pizza, already prepaid. So he just had to take the pizza from the guy, but he still had to answer the door and, you know, stockings and whatever. So there's some more humiliation there. Um, so it's not like they didn't feed him. They would send him stuff, but he wasn't allowed to get his own shit. Um, but again, they wouldn't feed him till way later in the night. So if they dropped him at 6 o'clock, they wouldn't send a pizza till say, 3 a.m. So he's really hungry. So you see what they're doing. They're breaking him down. It's so, all right. He goes through that. Next, the, the last really long one that he went on was a week that he was in this hotel. Now you go, well, doesn't this bitch work? Yes. Um, but he's, he was in a position, he's at a phase in life where he's slowly retiring. So he was capable of doing this stuff a lot easier because he could take time off because he'd been working there for so long. So that's how that worked. So it wasn't like he didn't miss any work. Okay, so, and I'm bringing up the retirement because, in actual fact, the retirement plays into phase four here, wherever we are. So that was that went on for a while, and obviously Sir could get his friends to come over, and they would use him whenever they wanted, and it just became just kind of a free-for-all. So now, are you ready for this? <laughs> told you, it's freaking nuts. Okay, now what they've done to take him even further down the degradation road. Oh, wait, I'll back it up. Sorry, sorry. I'll back this up. She is now pregnant. She is another woman who's later in life, has no children as far as I know. He had children from a prior marriage. They've also, by the way, taken his son and cuckolded him with, not really cuckolding, it's more just DNS, with Sir Sir now takes the son. It it's starting to get kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we're going over a little weird. But that, you know, whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? Okay, so she's pregnant. She no longer has sex with him. So understand, according to my rules, you are now no longer in a cuckold relation. None of this is cuckolding. Understand, none of this is cuckolding at this point. This is nothing now but a DNS Lifestyle relationship because she's not having sex with him. Number one, if you're not having sex with your partner, you're no longer cuckolding. Okay? and of. No, you're not. There's no relationship with which to cuckold from. You're now just doing DNS. And this is so, this is just hardcore DNS as far as I'm concerned. This is lifestyle shit. So, okay, so we move forward to now. She's pregnant and they decide that. Um, And it wasn't from Sir. She did not get pregnant from Sir. They did a breeding party for that. Um, They've decided because he was capable of doing a retirement that what they would do is they were going to teach him what it would be like to lose his white privilege. Okay. So as of right now and the last time that I talked to him, what has happened is he has moved out, ish. And why I say ish is because this is more of a uh, DNS thing. I can't. It's not really he's moved out because he has to come back to the house. He still has to take care of her. He still has to take care of all the chores in the house. He still has to do all that. But they felt it would be good for him as a, you know, middle-aged white man. To learn what his privilege was actually about, so they got him, and he worked on it as well, a apartment started out as an apartment in a very urban portion of town. And so they get him the apartment, that's fine. but now what it is is it's like survival. So in order for him, to maintain his apartment, he has to have a job. So now he has to work at Taco Bell for minimum wage. And the whole point of this is to teach him how hard it is to live on minimum wage. Okay? And something happened that they knew would happen. So you can see how they're further breaking him. So he doesn't like working at Taco Bell, hello, who does? Not much fun. He's not making much money. Sir knew that at some point he was going to come to him and say, I need to suck cock for money because I'm not making enough. And he said, at some point you're going to realize that now you know what it's like. Now you know what women go through. Now you know what happens because you can't put food on your own table. And that's precisely what happened he has ended up getting in touch with sir. Sir is now sending him clients as opposed to him, you know, wanting to actually go to work at Taco Bell because he started realizing he was making more money that way. So essentially he is now pimping himself out out of this he moved from an apartment to they found a house that had a better back entrance for everybody to come in and out it and use him and whatever. So now that's what he has learned, is now you're, you're learning what it's like for the other side, because obviously he was a man of privilege and, you know, has a fair bit of money, and they're putting him through this whole thing. He is now f- almost fully feminized because he's constantly in nothing but women's clothing. He does have a few things. He's only got like a chair and a TV, but like there's not a lot in the place. And that's how it has been left so far. I haven't heard anything in a little while. I'm sure I'll be hearing something soon. But as you can imagine, he doesn't have a lot of time to call. So and his wife is okay with him calling. I mean, everybody knows that you know he talks to me, and that's fine. Um, but he hasn't called in a while, so I don't have an update beyond this. So the last I spoke with him, he is still in this little house he is still doing a little bit over at Taco Bell and he's basically whoring himself out to put food and on the table and a roof over his head. So as you can see, um she hasn't had the baby yet, but you know, hopefully it's a healthy baby. But yeah. Um that's no longer cuckolding, just so you know. Don't ever think that it is. And cuckolding should never go down this way. It doesn't have to. This is gone from the frying pan to oh dear god the fire like it's just crazy but if understand something though if they're all okay with this and they are he loves it okay don't think that this guy in any way is hurting he is loving this now granted he's gone through a lot it's broken him a lot but it's not cuckolding so don't I don't want people thinking that, oh, my God, if you do cuckold, then you end up going down this road. No, you don't. This is just – this is spun off into crazy town. That's not what this is. So I don't want you thinking that it is. But that that's what's the update. It's absolutely nutty bins. And I would love to get an interview with him and an interview with Chris if I can. But, like, it's just so hard because they're,
1: <laughs> they're clearly busy.
0: <laughs> right? So busy. My God. Okay, so that's the update from those guys. There you go. Um, (laughs) Very funny, Castaway. If he was loving it, he would have taken the job at McDonald's instead of Taco Bell. Well, no, they wanted this particular Taco Bell because apparently they knew that most of the shift supervisors were like, you know, 20. And this guy is like, uh, you know, he's in his 50s and he's a white guy. He's the only white guy in there. They treat him like crap in there. So this—it's all meant to break him down. I don't get to what end though. Like normally you have an end game, but I don't know. Maybe they're just going to keep seeing what he'll do, like you know, Patty's prancing pony or something. It's—it's. It's, I don't know. I don't know what the end game is, but I'll keep you posted. Whoosh. Okay. Moving on. We are going to now discuss a age-old issue does sucking a cock make you gay okay oh how many I'm gonna I'll be honest with you I would say this is probably one of the top five biggest issues that I deal with all the time with bed with submissive males because You've got to understand that this, isn't, this, this is a huge shame issue. And a lot of times the shame isn't good shame. You know how with humiliation and, and submission, sometimes the humiliation and feels good. But this doesn't always do that. And it usually has, <laughs> sorry, Amelia just went, oh, this question, oh my fucking God. It's, it's true. This comes up all the time. So th- let's, let's bury this right here and now. All right. Does sucking dick make you gay? No, of course not. It's not, you can't catch gay. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, you guys. You can even get fucked and not be gay. <gasps> Ooh, there's a good one. All right. You're not gay. It's perfectly fine. I will, I will explain it to you in a way that it might be easier for you to understand. And it's got nothing to do with, oh, well, we're all consenting adults, blah, blah, blah. Fine. I get that. Put that to one side. What I want you to do is I want you to really look at it from the perspective of domination and submission, because that's what it is. When, and it's the first thing I'll ask a guy who's like, oh, does this make me gay? When you are looking at porn, because most of these guys will look at cock-sucking porn, first, when you're looking at porn, are you looking at the guy or are you just concentrating on the dick? Are you just really into the guy that's sucking the dick? Are you looking at the dick and going, God damn, it would be so cool to please that beautiful cock and not looking at the rest of the guy? Usually the answer is, no, I don't look at the guy, I look at the dick. Number what. okay? Clue number one. The second thing is, when you're looking at it, do you ever go, oh, God, I would love to fall in love with that guy. Oh, it would be so cool to just, like, snuggle with him in bed and cuddle and just, you know, God, maybe one day we could get married. If that enters into it, you might have a little bit of gay going on there. You could be, you know, kind of getting in there. But usually the guy says, no. I don't think about the guy at all. Clue number two. So what this is, is it's coming from your submission. You're submitting to the penis, not the guy who has it. When you get in front of especially, say, a beautiful black cock, you will find especially, I'm just saying, a lot of the white boys, just go, oh. I was talking to a gentleman, hi, Steve, this evening, and we went over just that. It's not, it has nothing to do with gay, straight, or bi. It's a DNS thing. It's it's looking at that cock and going, all I want to do is please it. All I want to do is suck that dick and please it. You're not looking at him going, oh, I can't wait until we run off and get married. No. It's just that. And when you get fucked by it, it's the same damn thing. Again, you are not getting fucked by this dick because you want to, you know, oh, well, maybe we'll, you know, go out for dinner later. No. You are submitting to the cock, not the male. Now, you can be submitting to his male energy because, of course, if he's dominant, yeah, you're going to melt. But see how it's always coming back to a DNS issue. So no, you can't catch gay. You can't suck a dick and instantly become gay. It doesn't work that way. Yes, we are all, in my opinion, bisexual. We all slide one way or the other. But you know, for some people, it's way over the other side. And we're very gay or we're very straight. But I think given the right situation, the right circumstances, the right people, the right everything, you will slide to the other side. It just very few of us ever get the chance. So stop worrying about sucking cock as being some sort of, oh my God, we're all going to die. That's coming from your, and, and we do this, oh God. It's so what we do to our children is horrifying. We raise all of our male children to be alpha. We raise all of our female children to be submissive. It's wrong. Because when you look at the ratio of submissive males to alpha males. In my opinion, from all the work I've done through these decades, 80% male population, 80% of the male population on the planet is submissive. 20% is alpha. So you're in good company. And why you don't see it is because we train our males to be these alpha males that they don't feel right being. So then you go, oh, well, there's where the shame comes from You know, having these submissive feelings. And you don't have to feel that shame. The shame is coming from programming that isn't working for you. Is that all it is? Is you are being programmed to be an alpha male. Walk it off. Be a man. Don't show any emotion. Boo. Now, if we say to you, guess what? You don't have to do that anymore. You get to be whatever you want to be. They relax and go, shit, this would be nice if I could do X, Y, and Z. Because, of course, everybody's different. We've got to stop putting people into these damn pigeonholes from birth. Allow the child to be who they want to be, to feel how they want to feel. And you won't have these damn issues with programming coming up later. That's where this homophobia is coming from. You'll find that most massive homophobes, are closet. I want to suck a dick so bad. They are. If you could, if you could let that guy who's freaking out, if you could peel away all that shit that he's spouting, that he's been told to spout, because real men don't do that shit. That's another one. What's a real man? Do you have a dick? Then you're a man. Relax. The real man thing gets on my nerves too. Oh, I'm not a real man. Really, really. And I know submissives don't like to hear this, but you've heard me tell you guys this thousands of times. It takes more balls to be submissive than it does to be an alpha. It does. You have to go against societal programming. You're going against everything. You're putting yourself out there on the line and saying, you know what, I'm being who I am. That takes balls. So who's a real man? Seriously. So don't come down on yourself so hard. There's nothing wrong with you sucking a dick. It has nothing to do with you being gay. It has to do with you being a sub. That's why you'll find a lot of guys, too, will go, well, it's okay if I suck a tranny dick. Why? Because there's a skirt covering it? There's no difference. Okay, she got a pair of tits. Great. That's an added bonus as far as I'm concerned. But that's how you get past that psyche, right? Well, if, if she's wearing a skirt, then I'm not a faggot because kind of she's a girl like <laughs> relax. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a sex act. Nothing wrong with it. If you want to get fucked, if you want to suck a dick, do it. Just enjoy it. Enjoy who you are. That same gentleman I was talking to, he's he's new to submission. Steve. And and I said to him, I said you have no idea how like it's like this huge buffet Because he doesn't know what he likes. So I thought, oh my God, you're at that wonderful stage where everything is new and you can go and sample from all over the table. Because I was explaining the difference between male submission and female submission and he's like, well, you know, I think I'd like women more. You know, it's like, it's finding that out about yourself. And honestly, the only way you can do that is to sample. Go play. Try it. I would personally, if you're in a relationship, me, I would like to see you do it with your partner. You guys know that I'm a big one that wants couples to stay together, no cheating, no doing shit behind anybody's back, doesn't need to be that way. But if that's the way things have to go in your world, well, then that's the way things have to go in your world. But you still get the chance to go out there and do that. Sample, play with it. And if you're afraid of doing it in real time, that's what phone is for. That's what online is for. But please understand one thing. Please come away from this. It's One thing I really want you guys to understand. (coughs) Ready? Porn isn't real. Say it with me now. Porn isn't real. It's entertainment. Stop holding yourself up to what you see on the screen. Okay, even amateur porn is entertainment, get it? They're trying to shock you. They're trying to pull you in. That's why cuckolding's gone banana cakes. Some of the shit you see in cuckolding is just like, what the fuck is this? It's not cuckolding.
1: I don't know what it is.
0: So please remember that porn isn't real, and you don't have to hold yourself up to the weird-ass standards that are in these movies because... They're not real. Actually, what I really want to do, I have a couple of things that I'm trying to hook up for the new year, is um, I want to do a show on porn addiction, because, oh my God, if you guys only knew. (sighs) Most of the kids these days who are in the 7, 8, 9, 10, 11-year range are getting all their sex ed from Pornhub. Great. They are already entering the world with porn addictions. It's sad, and there's a couple of very intelligent people that I would really like who are in the business who are helping not just adults but the kids and everything try and pull themselves away from pornography, and it's not an easy road. It's hard. So I would really like to get these people on, and I'm hoping to get them on, and we can do something on porn addiction so you guys can, and again, that's why I keep saying, guys, please, porn isn't real. Stop thinking that it is. There's another lad I was talking to today um, was talking to me about cuckolding, and he's like, but that isn't how it is on on the TV. That isn't how it is in porn. It's like, okay, once again, porn's not real. Stop. (laughs) So stop holding yourself up to the whole porn thing. It doesn't have to go that way. It can go any way you want it to go. (laughs) So hopefully that puts an end to, is does cocksucking make me gay? No, of course it doesn't. It would be stupid. Don't be so stupid. My mother used to say that. Okay, here's the meat and potatoes tonight, though. How to find the perfect dom for 2020. Okay, you ready? Pull up a chair, get nice and comfy. Because I know a lot of you guys are waiting for this. All right okay for a lot of you guys just so you know finding the right lady to serve i get it it can be frustrating as hell it's time consuming and it's costly so what i'm going to do is i'm going to teach you the easiest way to find the perfect dom for you and yes this works if you're looking for a male dom as well so I'm also going to tell you the easiest way to find a dominant female to be in a relationship with as well. It starts out the same, and then it kind of, each one veers off in a different direction. All right, so, first thing you need is a roadmap. Unfortunately, there is no app for this, and you'll have to actually do some work. I know. And I just heard everyone go, "Um, yes, you have to do work if you want to do this right. Okay, but what's the roadmap? Okay, the roadmap is the same regardless if you're looking for a dom to serve online, real time, or if you want a dominant woman to be in a relationship with. We all have to start at the same place. So what I want you to do is I want you to get some paper. Remember paper, right? Remember paper? And a pen. That's that little stick, you know, that you find in the center console of your car. You know, the one that never works. Try and get it to work. You know, that same one that you sat in the parking lot clicking while you waited for your wife to come out of the mall. There you go. Okay, so you take the paper and the pen, and you sit down somewhere quiet. And this is actually fun to do, so stop rolling your eyes. I want you to pretend you're putting in an online shopping order. And at this particular store, you get to create anything you want. Stop doodling a bigger dick. Okay, I'll be more specific any woman you want. But you have to be really specific. You write down everything you have ever wanted in a dom or a dominant partner, physically. And I'm talking super detail. Eye color, weight, skin tone, hair color. Once you have her in physical form on paper, now you turn to what she can do. So here's where you can get even pickier. Now we're talking her talents. Do they match up with what you want? CBT, cuckolding, humiliation, whatever's floating your boat, that's what you write down. Then you decide on her personality. Is she sweet on the outside, hard on the inside? Is she filled with a creamy nougat center? Okay. If you're looking for a dominant partner, um, you get into what sort of person she is. What does she do for a living outside of being, maybe she's a professional dominatrix, maybe she's not. The key is to be as detailed as you can. And when you get done, you have your roadmap. Because, you see, you can't get to where you want to go without knowing the route ahead of time. So I'm bringing Steve up again, castaway, just because I talked to him today. <coughs> Castaway's like, Steve's getting a lot of airtime. Um. Steve was really classic with that, because I was telling him about this particular procedure. And he's like, well, but I don't care about what she looks like. And what I said to him was, yeah, but, okay, I get that. Because when you're in subspace, you don't give a shit. You're just serving. You just you want to serve your goddess, and you're into that, and whatever. But it's important that because, <laughs> it's important, <to> shut up. <laughs> Stop. All hell stays. Um, it's important that you're a, you have a connection. You, so the first, the first thing for men, what's the first connection they make? Visual. So you want to make sure that to you, she's hot. To somebody else, she may not be. That's the beauty of having all kinds of people to pick from. So that's the reason why. You want to make sure she's hot because, number one, that's your visual. So remember, hot for you keep that in mind okay so here's the thing so many of you guys go to phone sex platforms and just troll the listings and look for someone who's cute or mean and then you immediately call you barely check out her listings and god forbid you actually do a web search then you call and come away disappointed yet again because she wasn't right then you eventually call me wanting that there's no good doms or that finding a dominant partner is impossible. Once you know what you want, then you go hunting. Okay, you're going to save money by doing this. Now, you've got a clearer idea of what you're looking for, and you don't just do a platform hunt. If you want someone really good, you've got to do your homework. And again, it's work. Sorry. So now what you do, once you got her all figured out, you can dive into the platform and find, say, five ladies you think might work. Write down their names. Now you do a web search. Okay, so this is obviously only for finding an online pro or lifestyle dom. I'll get to partner hunting in a sec, because this is where it kind of veers off. So now we go to Google, and we plug in her name, if you don't already know where her website is. And understand there could be 10 other doms with that name, so make sure you find the one you were looking at prior. And you're looking for two things on her website, two things, sorry, her website and her social media. You see, you can only cram so much information into a listing on a phone sex platform. It's the website that's going to provide you with everything you need to know about that dom. And you must read the site. Don't just head to the gallery portion and wank your weenie. Learn about your potential goddess. If the website is promising and you seem to think you might click with her, now you head to her social media, which you'll usually find links on the website to that. Now, here's the rub with social media. Never go by follower numbers. They mean fuck all, because you can buy followers. Okay, Follower numbers Mean nothing. Most of the big names bought their followers. Okay? So don't worry about numbers. Um, okay? We heard that. Follower numbers mean nothing. When, what you're actually looking for when you're going to someone's social media page, doesn't matter which social media, it really doesn't, you're looking for how they interact with other people. It's a way to see into their mind without talking to them. It's a glimpse of their personality. That will tell you more than any number or check mark or anything else about who she is. Now, the last thing you do, once you got your list down to say two ladies who've made the finals, (laughs) you've given them your mental rose, you're ready to commit. Now you call. As most of these ladies, even the ones who are doing pro-dom work, most of them have phone sex lines that you can call perfect the chances of your first call going very well are so high it's off the chart you'll wonder why you didn't do this from the beginning why because you spent a few minutes it doesn't take a long time you spent a few minutes getting to know them first plus this gets your foot in the door with her because you can say i've been to your website i've seen you on twitter or instagram or whatever and this is why i think i could be of service to you that alone puts you so far ahead of the 99% of males who call you, who call and have no idea about this, the woman. All the other subs will be standing at the starting line with their dicks in their hand, and you'll be halfway down the track with her full attention. Okay? But why? Why do you make us write shit down? Why? Okay? Once again, Cindy Lou Who is back. So why can't you just fantasize about your perfect bitch? Because it's been proven that the act of writing something down makes it more solid in your mind, and it gives it more energy than if you just think about it or type it out. Okay? And the roadmap is imperative if you're looking for a dominant life partner. More so. You have to be clear on what you want. I hear so many men say, oh, I'll never find a dominant woman to be in my life. Well, let me tell you right off the bat, you're right. Because if you come at anything with a predetermined outlook, that's what you're going to get. So for those of you boys who are out there whining and complaining that nobody loves you, Yes, I'm looking at you basement dwellers who constantly write me and tell me to kill myself. You have to do the work to get the female. She's not going to knock on your door or be waiting on your porch. The reasons why you can't find the woman of your dreams, and this is for anyone, not just someone looking for a dominant female, the reasons why you aren't finding anyone is because you're not clear on what you want. And the second reason is you're looking for, I still got to get a drum roll, a dom in a box. And that's completely unrealistic. Okay, dom in a box. You guys have it in your head that somehow or another there is, guys who want a dominant life partner. Well, I'll ask them, okay, where are you looking? Every single one of them says, FetLife. Boo boos. Fat life is not a dating site. Okay? <laughs> Don't pester women on there. Again, you're looking for a domino box. Okay? You're looking for someone who's gonna just pop up on your doorstep with a whip in her hand and know exactly what you want. It doesn't work that way in the real world. There is no such thing as a dominant box. Okay, so get your head out of that whole thing. Okay? So many of you boys are so fucking desensitized due to watching so much porn that you think that all dominant women hang out in dungeons and go to Walmart dressed in latex. <laughs> okay, seriously? It's because you have a distorted view of women. There is no such thing as a domino box. Or I should qualify that by saying there aren't many. So the chances of you meeting a woman and she knows how to dominate you is really small my doubting little boys. That's because you're looking for a dominant box. But what if I told you that you've probably been seeing tons of dominant women all day, every day, and you just walked right on by? Because you have. If you want a dominant partner, you need to use your submissive, spidey senses. First of all, you look for women in positions of power. So if you're, I'm not talking, okay, we say position of power was the first thing everybody thinks of. Corporate. No, I'm not talking about corporate. If you're at Starbucks, look for the shift supervisors. Look for the managers. Same for a 7-Eleven. Anywhere you go, because you guys are expecting a perfect vision of a dominant partner, you're missing out on what's right under your noses, right in front of you. Another great way of checking is if she has kids. How well behaved are they? If her kids are running all over the place acting like maniacs, yeah, she's probably not dominant. If her kids are polite and well-behaved, she's dominant. Now, once you find a woman who's dominant in her everyday life, you now have a starting point. You have a base. And you can teach a woman to do what you need in the bedroom from that point. Does that mean you hand her a paddle and a chastity device on your first date? Fuck no. You build the relationship first, and you ease that in as you go. But that's another show. The main focus is finding her first. Then we mold her into the perfect partner for you. Because she's not going to know about domination right out of the bat. It's it's not going to happen. So the key is to find her. Then build the relationship before you barf your kinks on her. All we need is that base. And you can see that without a clear idea of what you want, you get nowhere. Guys who complain to me that they can't find the right women are guys who are also putting this out there. Ready? I'll never find a good woman. Mm -hmm. You can't have both. You can't, the universe will only give you what you feel, not what you ask for. So if you think you can't find her, you're right, and you should just stay in your basement. But if you can see now that there's a possibility, create your roadmap and start out on your journey. So be honest with yourself. Look inside of you first and see Are you negating everything? Are you the type of guy who has an excuse for every reason why you can't get a woman? If you do that, that's why you're getting nowhere. The other thing you do when you're that negative is you give off that vibe. No one wants to hang around with a negative Nelly, and no one will approach you or, you know, Who wants to get to know someone who's giving off an Eeyore vibe? So clean up your outlook and watch the changes that take place in your life. It's very, very simple. Look out in in the real world. Okay? Look in the real world, guys. Stop you're you're looking for life partners in fantasy land and it doesn't work that way so boo there you go you guys have it i gave you step one and i'm not going to give you you know a whole pile of stuff to do the idea is to find them first then we learn how to move the kink in you can't just like i said we don't just barf it out okay we don't just go hi um pleasure to meet you great first date spank me no Because a woman's going to look at you and go, are you nuts? Because even though she has a dominant base to her, even though we have that dominant streak in her, she has no domination. And if you go, you know, I'd really like it if you put me in chastity, she's going to go, what the hell are you talking about? You have lost your ever-loving mind. You have to be able to do this subtly under her radar. Because women overanalyze. We're so good. So the first thing that, you know, as soon as you throw that on the table, they're like, okay, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for this. What the hell is this shit? And it just goes on. You're screwed. From that point, you're screwed. You have just set yourself back. There are ways of getting a woman to learn about her domination, about her dominant side, without barfing it on the table. So got to get her first, though. Not hard. does take a little bit of work. You do have to put in you know, a little tiny bit of work. Not hard. And you do have to leave your home. Otherwise, you're good to go. Hey, you. I will be right back after this. And I think it's time for questions. So, time to call in. 657-383-0031. Hi, this is Dr. Sue Storm. I've been in the sex industry for over 30 years. As a retired pro-dom, former sex shop owner, and living as the head of a female-led relationship and cuckoldress for over 25 years, I now spend my time educating and providing counsel to demystify fetish and BDSM and advocate for tolerance and acceptance of different lifestyles. So join me on my radio show at InBedWithDrSue.com or enjoy one of the many articles or audios I have for you on the TheDrSueReview.com. I'm here to help. And I gotta say, it was just brought up that this particular political climate, and I have to agree with this. This was just brought up in chat that this particular political climate is literally causing so much depression. And this was in this particular person, but it's going. It's everyone's going through it. Understand, 2020 is going to be a roller coaster ride from hell. It's not going to get easier. It's going to get worse before it gets better. So you need to strap in. You need to turn off the news. Stop looking at it. Put on comedy. I do that all the time. I don't even give a shit what's on. As long as it's comedy and it's playing in the background, there's laughing, there's happiness, that's all you need. Okay? Don't. Don't look at the news. It's too much. And it literally changes every two seconds. And they're certainly not going to put anything positive on there. If it bleeds, it leads, baby. And that's the way it is. So stay off of it. Guard your mental health, especially in this coming year. Because it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. Okay? So strap in. You can do it. I know you can. Okay, let's get on to some questiones. And I had some great questions sent in. And just so you know, I do not go over these questions ahead of time. Like, I read them, but I don't sit down and type out what my answer is going to be. So this is all off the top of my little head. All right, number one, I'm married to a wonderful woman who I would like to be more involved with creating a female-led relationship, starting with chastity and light cuckolding. Cuckolding light. Okay, first of all... (laughs) cuckolding light there is no such thing it's the whack-ass shit you're looking at isn't cuckolding cuckolding done right is light so don't worry um what are some of the ways ha um what are some ways you have helped subs or switches reveal their hidden desires to their significant other oh see that that you guys are trying to coax this out of me have you ever been successfully introduced to a spouse as a dom for her husband yes i have If so, have you helped train both the sub and the wife? Yes, I have. Thank you for the opportunity. That's great. Thank you, and and I'm happy to answer this. All right. You have to, as I said, go under the radar. Okay? Go under the radar. Don't barf that you want chastity and you want a female-led relationship. We start out, and this really is something that we need a bigger time period for, but What you're going to do is you're going to start out by playing and seeing how her dominant side works, okay? And how we do that is by role-playing in the bedroom. Number one, put her in a position of power in the bedroom. So first what we're doing is we're gauging how she does this, okay? So you're going to be the classic cop prisoner, teacher-student, Whatever you want to do that's putting her in a position of power that she might, and the idea is to have fun, okay? This isn't supposed to be some big, heavy thing. It's fun. Let her have fun with it. Let her see how how much fun it is to do things to you and lock you up and see what she can do to turn you on. Let's see how she does. That's step one, and that's the easiest way to do it. Start a role play, see how she does. If she does well with that, then you can slowly start moving things in. And how you start moving some of this stuff in is, you ready for this? Use the internet. Okay? All right. How can I use the internet? This is so cool. Rely on this. Sorry, ladies, if you're hearing this. If (laughs) if your guy actually says this to you, you know it's coming from me. You know what? I saw this thing on the internet the other day. This is an article is really cool about how you can. Okay, I'm going to take um, anal play. Okay, as a particular. Okay, so say say you want to know what it would be like to have your girl give you an anal orgasm, which honestly, even when I had my sex shop, I was teaching this all the time. This this is again not gay, straight, or bi here. This is just having fun. So. What you do is you go. I read this article on the internet, said it would be really like the most amazing orgasm you could ever have if I can, you know, play with my prostate, but obviously it's hard for me to do it. Do you think you'd want to do that with me and see what happens? Okay. You come at that with this childlike wonder. If she, and I'm assuming this is your partner, she loves you, you know, you've got no issues, everything's cool. She's going to go, hey. Huh. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing that. Let's 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 see how we do it. And you can look it up together if you want. You may already know about all this shit. I'm not saying you don't, but you're playing dumb. Okay? It's not lying, it's just that if you barf it, she's not gonna hear it. So now we lean on the internet and we go, Oh, okay, well, you know, we've saw this, let's try it and see. So that works really, really well. So use the internet. Rely on it. Lean on it. It gets your foot in the door without you having to be vulnerable. So now she can reject the idea without you going, oh, God, I've just exposed myself. Do you see my point? And that works with anything, absolutely anything. So go right ahead. Use the internet for whatever it is that you want to try and play with. She's, so what we're doing with this is we're, getting, we're leaning on her submissive programming, surprisingly enough, to want to please you. She's your partner. She wants to make you happy. So when you do this, so now she's like, okay, well, let's play, let's do this. So whether you buy a vibrator, she decides she wants to use her hand or whatever. When she's doing this, you have to show her you're turned on. You must show her you're turned on. Sometimes you guys will go, well, you know, I don't want her to really know that it turns me on. No, you want her to know that it turns you on. Why? Because if I know my partner is really turned on by something I'm doing, what am I going to do? I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. It just makes sense. And that's how you start moving this in little by little by little by little. And eventually what happens is she starts to sort of run with it on her own. I've seen it happen so many times. It's so cool. They just kind of go, oh, this this isn't what I thought it was. And they start realizing that domination is not standing there with whips, chains, and a frying pan or, you know, dripping in leather or chains or whatever. That it's actually about seduction. And it's about using your feminine seductive powers all over again. Because you already did it. You did it to get your man. All we're doing is taking you back to that. You already know how to do all this. All we're doing is waking it up in her. That's all. She already knows how to turn you on. Maybe over the years, you know, having kids or whatever, that's falling asleep. We get complacent. And that's what we're going to do. And that's the whole point of what's going to happen with Fifty Shades of Power in January is we're going to wake her up. I'm going to be talking just to the women. So if you want, you're going to be able to take your wife or your girlfriend and you can actually have them listen to this show because I'm going to talk directly to them. I'm not going to scare the shit out of them. Don't worry. It's funny. (laughs) I I forgot to tell you. I got a an email <laughs> from someone. I can't. Anyways, the, fu- the last line in the email was, "And by the way, you scare the living fuck out of me." <laughs> so that's. Well, I promise I won't scare them, <laughs> because we don't want to scare them. We're going to wake them up naturally and let them feel that wonderful sensuous power again that maybe fell asleep for a little while. And we're going to wake it back up, and then we're going to add more spice to it, and it's going to make it so wonderful for you guys. It's going to be just great. And have I done work with spouses and, doms, or spouses and partners? Yes, absolutely. 100%. I do it even now. So there you go. So, yeah, I have worked with um, couples. I have worked with wives separately. I have worked with all kinds of people. And, yeah, super easy. Okay. Um, next question: Is it okay to be submissive to all? This is oh god, oh god! Please listen to this. This is so good. Is it okay to be submissive to all women, with or without a dom? Like you see a female buying milk, but you offer to pay for that. You offer to pay for, or her cigarette and light it, um, cut in line and pay for a movie ticket. And is there an age limit to that? With today's Me Too, we're afraid of looking creepy. Okay, this is such a good, excellent question. Because this is what I get my particular subs when they come to me. This is what I get them to do. If you are truly submissive to females, you should be truly submissive to all females, not just your dom. Because you should be going out there and making any female's life better. In some way. So I'll say to them, okay, what have you done today? Well, I haven't done anything. Why? Did you pay for a coffee? No. Why? If you see something that needs to be done, do it. It's not going to be creepy. It depends on how you do it. I mean, obviously, okay, so we've got some things here. You know, if you see a woman who's buying some milk and you offer to pay for it, there's nothing wrong with that just don't like follow her home okay you just you're not going to act weird that's all you're just walking in dropping this and you think of it as random acts of kindness you're walking in you're dropping it and you're walking away that's what's going to keep the creepiness out you know you're not there to you know meet her and go out with her and whatever no you're just there to buy her cigarettes whatever she's doing and i'm going to take this one step further okay I would like to see you pay more attention to women of color. Because the most repressed females on this planet are women of color. Now, does that mean you ignore the white bitch? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'd like to see you go out and make a woman of color's day in some way, shape, or form. Like buy a coffee, whatever it is. But I'm sorry. Women of color have it worse than the rest of us. So I'm putting that out there. Let's see you do that. Let's see you make anyone's day. Is there an age limit? He asked, is there an age limit? Good God, no, there's no age limit. It doesn't matter. I don't care if she's 8 or 80. Well, okay, she's 8. not That'll get weird. But you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter the age. If you are truly submissive and you truly believe in female not just domination, but I'm going to go one step further and go female supremacy, okay? You know how I feel about that because I think it's bullshit, but whatever. If if we're going to do the whole female supremacy, if you believe that and you are only going after the cute bitch or you're only going, you know, if, if you're only helping Barbie because she's hot, you're not submitting. You're following your dick. That's not submitting. Remember the three S's, guys. Suffering, servitude, sacrifice. What have you done in those three S's today for a female? It's a brilliant way to look at it. Absolutely fantastic. So don't worry about me too, as long as you're not being creepy. Okay? And the creepy comes from don't hang around, don't drool, don't be a pig. Just walk up and go, you know, I just wanted to make your day. I just thought, you know, you look like it might be fun to or you needed someone to pay for that, just dig, put a smile on your face. That's all. Just, I just wanted to put a smile on your face. That's it. And oh my God, boys, do we need this. <gasps> just as I said, my God, the world we're all living in right now is madness. Complete and utter madness. These random acts of kindness couldn't be the more needed. So please, don't ask. Just do it. Just do it. So I'm happy to pay for that for you. If they look at you like, because the, they will, they're going to go like, the fuck? Because who does that, right? It's okay. Just smile, pay for it, move on. You have no idea what that might do for someone. You have no idea what, what how you can pick someone up from that. So I implore you guys to go out there and do that. I implore everybody, I don't care, male or female. Make someone say, random act of kindness. Simple, tiny little things like that are fantastic. But if you're submissive and you're only, like I said, if you're only serving Barbie, you're not serving, baby. Okay. We have another one here. Hi. My wife has no idea that I love to be dominated. I go online and seek my kink without her knowledge. She sometimes shows signs of dominance in the bedroom, and I love it. What am I to do? Just what I just finished saying. Start with a role play, then ease the other stuff in. If you want to do cuckolding, you start with the role play, see how she does, and then you start introducing toys. So, you, <coughs> excuse me, if you want, um, if your big thing is you want BBC, then get a black toy that's bigger than you. And you start using that on her. It's getting her used to having that cock in the room it's having a third person in the room because that's why we name the dildo so we take our dildo and we name it whatever you want to name it bob and that enables her to be able to go oh i want bob tonight i don't want you Ooh, that's a good little humiliation sting so see there's ways of integrating this very slowly and that's how you do it just don't barf just slowly do it under the old radar and the, the last one is, Mr. Dr. Sue, where do you live? What state? I saw you on Twitter. Um, I'm in Canada. I'm not in a state. <laughs> I'm in a state of flux, <laughs> but that's about it. Now, I have someone who's been deliciously holding on, and let's see if they're still here.
1: Hello. Hello. This is uh, Wesley on Sean Dr. Williams. Sue. This is Wesley Sean Williams. How are you doing?
0: Very good, Wesley. How are you this evening?
1: Doing good. I was wondering if I that was you. I love the show. <laughs> I love the show and uh, it's awesome.
0: Excellent. Did you have a and, question, Wesley?
1: Uh, uh, not really. But uh, I just uh, wanted to say hey and uh, listen to the show. You know.
0: Awesome, Wesley. Thank you. Thank you for calling You're in. You're welcome. That's super. I'm You're gonna put you back on hold so you can keep listening, okay?
1: Okay. All right. Okay. I might, I might, uh, um, say something later if you can come back to me. Well, you can say
0: it now because we're 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 coming down to the the down to the end here. So if you got something, you oh, okay, say, you all right. If you have a question, you just shout it out.
1: I don't have a question, but I was, uh, like, the thing that I heard earlier about the, uh, uh, what was that, Domination or whatever, um, if you're looking for something like that, and uh, Mm -hmm. the thing I'm thinking on is I've tried to do stuff like that, but usually I don't find the right ones. Like, they always asked and money and all that and uh, different things, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, great, here we go again, you know. Okay, so
0: we're talking about an online dom when you're looking for someone online to serve? Yeah. Okay. That's because you're looking at fin doms.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And you also have to remember that serving online, unfortunately, yeah, you have no real way to serve. That's the drawback to online domination. You and don't. It's not like you can scrub her toilets. Back. You can't clean her kitchen. So, in a lot of ways, it does come down to finances, uh-huh. not just yeah. from a FinDom point of view. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just logical. So maybe if you uh-huh. looked at it a different way, which is, okay, first yeah. of all, if she's demanding money. She's not. She's not worth your time. Dump it. Uh-huh. Seriously, if the first thing out of a woman's mouth a is money, yeah. bye. Yeah. Drop the phone.
1: Yeah, that's what I usually do. you not worth your time. And,
0: um, yeah, absolutely. But that tells me you're calling the wrong ones. You're not doing yeah, your research. Yeah, yeah. So you need to do yeah. your research more. And if the first yeah. thing out of her mouth is money, well, bye. But you also have to realize yeah. that that is really, when you're doing something online, the only way that you can really serve. And like I said, oh, if yeah, you can yeah. look at it a different way, so say you find <laughs> a lady who's very nice and you like her,
1: Oh, I'm, now I'm you go, abuse, okay, can but... I
0: pay for your manicure? Yeah. So then it doesn't yes. feel like she's you know, like you're pouring money into mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. And you have to remember, please remember this guys. Making a phone call is helping. Making a phone call is serving. Oh, yeah. Okay, because mm-hmm. you are giving her money through the call. So don't think that you're not. Uh-huh. But if the first thing out of her mouth is money, bye, bye, bitch,
1: bye, uh-huh. bye, yeah, yeah, and um the uh the porn thing that you were talking about, I've got that problem,
0: mhm, a lot of men have that problem, a lot of men have it, and don't want to admit it too. I don't either, but
1: uh I have to usually,
0: mhm-, you know, and that's why I want to get these these guys on the show because. From and I I've do
1: seen, want to. Fantastic. Uh, I want to call in that night for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because um, I, I thought I could, ha- you know, uh, give a little help to other people. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, absolutely, Wesley. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. But I think, as far as your DOM issue is concerned, you're just not looking uh-huh. for the right ones.
1: Yes, you got to do yes. some
0: more hunting. You got to do some more homework. Uh-huh. And then you got to make sure that they're not just money grubbers. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, what's out there is a sea of nothing but money grubbing women who have yes. no respect for domination. They have no respect for the craft. They have no respect for any of it. Uh-huh. They just want money. End of.
1: Yeah, yeah. And sometimes they're like, uh, can you get me there? to you and I'm like how would I do that and then then they'll say well send me some money and I'm like what <laughs> you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm thinking no you're not coming here then <laughs> no nope, you don't want that uh, that's for damn sure especially the celebrities I've talked to that's the time you don't even know if it's really them You may not be talking to the real celebrity. That's absolutely true. Yeah, I know it. I'm kind of dating Paige from WWE, but sometimes she gets my attitude out, Mm -hmm. and I tell her off, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm just a high-strung person, and I try not to be that way, but... It's hard, you know, I've i told you the story before, how mm-hmm. I've been done by women and sometimes guys too, but, you know. You got
0: it, Wesley, you're going to be just fine.
1: All right. You and, are uh, going to be just fine. Thank you and fine. God bless.
0: <laughs> bless you too, darling, you have yourself a wonderful holiday.
1: All right, you too.
0: So, that's it, guys. That is the end of the show. So, I have a couple of things I want to shout out really quickly. I want to thank every wonderful guest that I have had on this show this year, Master Blackrod, Naima, the BBC dealer herself, Angela St. Lawrence, Dominic Chiara, Daddy Matt. You guys rocked and made InBed even more special this year, and I thank you. I want to thank all of you who make a point of coming out to the chat room, for example, right now, who have we got? We've got Thomas, we've got Castaway, Dwayne, Willow, Cheryl. We've got Angela St. Lawrence, Polly Bell, Jean, Sir Beast. They're all here. Thank you guys so much. It's so much fun to have the chat room. It's so much fun to do this show. I want to give a very special thank you to one individual who, in my opinion, has gone above and beyond for me and the show this year. He supports the show, but not only just that. He's done the most growth of any sub I know and is a pillar and a support system to other subs and is always right there when you need him. Thank you to Angela St. Lawrence's sub, Incognito Thomas. I know 2020 is going to bring you way more knowledge and you'll continue to be a shining example of submission in our community. I also want to thank Sir Beast for always giving me goofy things in my DMs every day because it brightens my day. He's such a wonderful supporter of the show as well. And honestly, thank you so much. Honestly, seriously, Bill, I I, I do love getting these wacky DMs from you because it does make my day. And I know you do it for that reason. And thank you, of course, my dear listeners, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to me and my wonderful guests. 300,000 is an amazing number to me, and you're the reason why. So thank you to each and every one of you. Remember, January the 14th, I'll be starting 50 Shades of Power for Women. To those of you gentlemen who want want a show for your wives and your girlfriends that you can send to and just say nothing, this is the series of shows you want to have them listen to, and it will be a series of shows. It's not just going to be one. I will see you guys all then. Have a great holiday. Be safe. But the most important thing you can do for yourself is be happy i'll see you chickens next year
1: to the moo